0: This is three sixty five Tech by Suites. Today, I am joined with Michael Warning. Michael is a student at the Ohio University. He does social media for businesses around the Athens area. Worked with Miss Universe doing video production of the pageant, and also works for Camp Joy. Michael is going to come on to talk about some of the points in the inevitable and its impact on the arts and the recording industry. Hello. Hey. So right now, are you uh, still down in Athens?
1: I am, yeah.
0: Cool. You're doing most of your work right now with uh, Pigskin, or have you kind of been transitioning to Summer Stuff?
1: Uh, right now, we're skin, uh, transitioning a bit into Summer Stuff, Camp Joy. Uh, just to plug this, we're doing our uh, Dance for Joy event, which is one of our bigger fundraising events. So I'm going down there to film some stuff, which will eventually go on their Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, etc. cetera. Um, And then transitioning into the summer just because we really want to hit this hard this year.
0: Okay. Yeah, you've been putting out a lot of stuff about the social media that you're going to be doing with Camp Joy. Mm -hmm. Uh, That brings up one of the, actually, I wasn't planning on talking much about tracking. But what do you think about the importance with businesses to track and share what they do, like, on a regular basis in the future?
1: You mean, are you talking about on, like, an internal scale? Or what do you mean by tracking?
0: Like, okay, so tracking to be just documenting everything that you do, like when you're going to Camp Joy, some of the stuff you've been talking about is going up and trying to get the perspectives of the kids, trying to get on a ground level, what do the individual campers feel about the experience, documenting that, and then sharing it with the public. I consider that tracking. Okay, Um, so like uh,
1: behind the scenes kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, especially in terms of how social media seems uh, seems to be trending these days. Showing that behind the scenes stuff is crucial. I mean, like with Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, Facebook stories, we have a lot of access to immediate content right now. And it seems like each of these platforms are really pushing it. Like if you go on Facebook, that's one of the first thing. When you pull up the Facebook page, that's the first thing that shows up on the right is people's stories. Instagram, it'll constantly be reminding you about stories. Uh, And Snapchat, that's really all it is, is stories. So... Showing that behind-the-scenes stuff and using that content is definitely
0: crucial. Yeah, and so with remixing, kind of, like, I feel like recently, especially with the concept, with the advent of stories, these things that disappear within 24 hours and allow people to just document in real time, you've got a lot of people who are taking stuff from real life. Like, I take pictures from books, and then I, I share that out. And other people take pictures of music videos and share it out in clips from music. And it feels Mm -hmm. like there's less of a sense of ownership over individual pieces of media. And what do you think of that? Like in the sense of music culture, that it feels like there seems to be less ownership as things just can flow and copies can be made more, more easily. Do you think that's hurting the culture because artists are getting less money from the, their works of art? Or do you think that it's good and just changing
1: the game that, and it's just making it different? So, I would say that it's kind of hurting the music industry, but not the musicians um i I'm not like a professional musician myself, obviously, but from what I have heard, people who go out and remix songs and or even sharing content and stuff like that, the musicians don't mind that. they want that kind of exposure uh what it, when it comes problematic is like the the record labels and stuff like that are losing money um which that really depends on how you view the music industry as a whole on whether or not the the record labels should be getting as much money as they do. Um, But I I can't remember who said the quote, it was something along the lines of uh, good artists borrow great artists steal. Uh, And that's really all remixing is there's nothing new under the sun. Um, You're going to be inspired by someone else's work and you're going to inevitably use it as part of your project. I mean, look at the, especially the rise of mixtapes and stuff like that. That whole trend is based off of the fact that we can take old albums, sample them, and then reuse them and remix them for our own song and our own purpose.
0: Totally, and, and with this, like, we all have these little media companies in our pockets that are phones, so I can just mm-hmm. copy someone's thing, chop it up on Musical.ly, and then post it out for the world to see, and then take that and, and chop it up again and put it on Twitter in a different way. And right. like, you can produce so much content. Like here, here's a quote, like our attention is the only valuable resource that we personally produce without any sort of training. And it's in mm-hmm. short, supply, and everyone wants some of it. So like with right. so much media being put out, do you think it's like, what importance do you think uh, it puts on the consumer to be able to filter through this massive like library of things to be able to pick things that are actually going to provide them value?
1: Well, it depends on what kind of consumer you are. If you're a responsible consumer, you're going to go, through your feed. And well, you're, you're going to utilize the fat platform to filter your feed in the first place. I can't even tell you how many times I've gone through on my, my Reddit profile, my Twitter profile, my Facebook profile, and you go through, you unsubscribe from a bunch of stuff that you don't see anymore. You unfriend on Facebook or unfollow on Twitter from people that you either lost contact with or don't find interesting anymore. Um, Responsible consumers are always going to be using the platform to filter their feed. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I would say, yeah, that, that's basically it. Uh, it eventually, it, it becomes more second nature to filter it by what you're already seeing. But I, I think the platform does a pretty good job of allowing you to filter. And then it's all on personal basis by the rest. I mean, it's all, it's all how you use the platform.
0: I agree. It feels like for me personally, reassessing what I find value and just going back and asking that question again, like, are you still providing me value? And then if the answer is no, go back and unfriending them or stop right. listening to that podcast. So that, like, I think you taught it, to me. you did teach it to me, the concept of breathing in and breathing out. It, it mm-hmm. kind of applies here of that whole cycle of acquiring new things. And then as you acquire too many things, get rid of some of that excess. Mm-hmm.
1: And like, especially when it term- comes in terms of filtering, I think that also has to do with how that individual is using their time in general. I mean, one of the things that, and, and you know, the, the whole, Gary V saying that social media isn't the bad thing. It's just revealing who you already are. If you're wasting your time, not filtering and not using your, or like not providing yourself with good content in, in the rest of your life, you're probably not using your time wisely either.
0: Totally. Yeah, With and, and it's like, Gary's not even talking about putting out answers. He's, I love that he says, well, he does put out answers for a lot of people, but then other people, when they doubt him, he's like, you know what? If you don't like what I'm saying, just don't follow me. And half of you that are listening to me Like at some point, get what I'm trying to give to you and then get out. Once you get my answers, stop listening to what I'm saying. and Go out in the real world and act on it. Exactly. Yeah, like having – so here's here's another one. Like answers are really cheap. Uh, Kevin Kelly in the book, The Inevitable, he did uh, research on how much Google actually has to charge, how much it costs them in order to query for a single answer. So when you run a Google search, it costs Google money. Like we don't pay for it, but Google has to actually – they're spending a certain amount of computational power in order to get us that answer. And for right. them to do that, it costs them 3 cents. But on that 3 cents right. advertising and other things, Google makes about 27 cents. So 0.3 cents is what they pay to actually get that answer. And then they make 27 cents. So that's like, that's, that's fascinating. And, and yeah, so you, um, and then with that, the more easily that you get, so um, the quote that I wanted to get to past questions answered correctly, increases the likelihood of another question. So questions that we used to not have answers to, now that we have easily, easy access to those answers, it just inspires more questions to be asked. So then mm-hmm. the true test of intelligence is the ability to ask good questions. You're someone that is always able to ask great questions, and I feel like it comes a lot from your experience interviewing. So I wanted to know what your perspective was on how important it is for people to be able to ask like, valuable questions.
1: It, it's funny, I, I think asking questions, obviously in person is very important, but I think on a, on a more general sense, asking questions, I would think more applies to like experimenting with life to go out into reality and ask, can this happen? How do I make this happen? How do I make make why happen? Um, and that, that's just experimentation with reality, basically, um, But in terms of just general questions and stuff like that, especially with the massive amount of information we have today, I almost feel like this ties back into what we were talking about filtering, Um, that there's so, yes, we have infinite answers for infinite amount of questions, but with the amount, there's so much noise out there that you have to not only figure out how to ask the questions, but make sure that you're getting the right answer. Um, which I think that ties back into intelligence as well, to have your own kind of compass point out, do you think this is uh, relevant and correct, basically? Totally agree. Mike, thank you for joining me. Pleasure
0: having you. Of course. Thanks for giving me a ring.